0: have got about ten seconds to tell you about how you can get two for one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk Also I've got to tell you about how you can win a five night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there too but I've run out of time Absolute, Absolute, Absolute Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Hi, Frank. Trying to give it a bit of extra energy. Good morning. What do you think? <laughs> morning. You know, it's a breakfast show. It's what people want. Yeah, absolutely. Let's and if we... you want to text us, uh, why not try 81215? <laughs> that number again, 81215. <laughs> 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 so people are home saying, this is more like it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> this They're is more it
1: like he's it. He's getting the breakfast vigor rhythms. Vigor this <laughs> yeah, it's full of pep and vigour.
2: Fabulous. Mm. Um, so the Olympic prime.
1: You're brilliant. so
3: excited about this, aren't you? Oh,
1: well.
2: It isn't the nation. No. No. <laughs> oh, really?
3: I'm oh, not, okay. but we'll I, come to that I watched <laughs> presently. It,
1: uh, I watched it arrive on the one... I watched the one show.
3: Did you, darling? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I watched That's that such last night.
1: with patronising. With it brought... It was brought in by... Um, I thought this was a bit... Um, protocol gone a bit askew. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's arrived on the plane, the Olympic flame, mm-hmm. with um, Princess Anne and uh, David Beckham. Yeah. I mean, imagine if those two had gone down. That's hair product sales in this country, slashed by 20%. Well, yeah, would it would imagine. have been a fight
3: for billing as well, wouldn't it? It would,
1: yeah. I, mean, I mean, that would have been terrible. Who'd you go with on David the Beckham page? perishes. Uh, Princess Anne, also gone. <laughs> Tiny writer. That's
3: no, sad. and one other, it would have said. Yeah.
1: Well, Lord Coe and Boris Johnson were on there as well, but they'd have been, what about paragraph eight? Anyway... I was very concerned, because when Princess Anne held the flame, it was perilously close to her enormous (laughs) quiff. You know, she looks like a sort of comedy Elvis uh, fancy dress person with her hair, and it was so close to that. I thought the the whole Olympics would be destroyed here and there if Princess Anne
2: became a a, a human torch. And there would be hairspray in that, wouldn't there?
3: Well, she's got, it's like hamster cage hair, isn't it? Do you know what um, I mean? No. Yes, when you get all that straw and, and nest stuff in a hamster cage, that's what her hair's been, like. Do you imagine
1: when she gets up in the morning, it looks exactly like that? <laughs> I think she just swivels it round and uses it a pillow. <laughs> anyway, what have, I think the best thing to have done, if I'd have been Beckham, is to, I'd have just picked her up and ran with her. No one would have even noticed it wasn't <laughs> the Olympic fire.
3: The torch itself was sat in 1A, which is the best seat you can have on a plane. That's Simon Cowell's seat.
1: Well, I watched it with my girlfriend, Kath, this thing, and she said, they had a,
3: what, they had a, a
1: flame <laughs> on an aeroplane? <laughs> they had a flame. And I thought, people used to smoke on
2: aeroplanes yeah. like 15 years ago. It's quite... But nowadays, quite they need special dispensation,
1: which is a phrase I like. It, I, like they the prob- phrase. I reckon someone stood with it in the toilet. <laughs> and there is, there is no alarm in there at all really, is That's one You know it? about things we don't believe in <laughs> I don't, don't believe, believe
2: there's an alarm in the toilet
1: well, I
2: alarms well, I thought really. of one of those, Michael Fassbender I just keep reading articles about him and Well you don't believe in him I don't believe he exists, I've never seen any film with him in I think he's like a PR stunt He was in one of the worst films I've ever seen Really, what was that? Called
1: The Dangerous Method Okay with, um, is it about
3: Don't say that, because I panic and think one of my friends will have written it.
2: <laughs>
1: is it you the flame which Kira Knight, listen, is she one of your friends? No. OK. She was in it. She played um, a sheet of A4. <laughs> <laughs> Rather well, I thought. So, yeah, The Flame, I saw it. I, I watched it being picked up at Greece, uh-huh. uh, in Greece, at, um, you know, Mount Olympus. and all Oh, yeah. That. That's right. In Greece. That, that's they could have just, like, took it from a shop. <laughs> <laughs> smouldering premises <laughs> in Athens and brought the... Because there'll be flames all over Britain come this summer mm. when the riots oh, yeah. come back. <laughs> I mean, when this weather finally disappears, it'll be, it'll be riot um, city Frank,
3: again. they said it was lit by the sun's rays. Yeah. I, I don't believe that. Oh,
1: no, that'll be a lie. Of course it's a
3: lie. Because you can't do that. I tried that with a magnifying glass and the ants as a oh, child. Really? It doesn't work. You, you oh, didn't you didn't succeed. do that
1: with the ants. That's so cruel.
3: You didn't. I know, but it's what we did at my school.
1: Yeah, I did it. My dog had a bald spot, and we could not resist that with a magnifying <laughs> glass. <laughs> oh,
3: and I was cruel with anonymous ants. Yeah, but you remember, it this: was,
1: it, this he was never going to die from this. He was only going to be aggravated. An <laughs> ant. <laughs> It's it's good night nurse with an ant.
2: Hmm. But, I think uh, um, it's a good job though that they use that sun's rays system because um, Greece can't really afford the fuel to light the torch anymore. No, That's true. It I could just so. burn euros, I suppose.
1: It
3: wasn't sun's rays. It was an old man with a bick <laughs> <laughs> That's what there was.
1: Well, the, um, I actually think, and I've never thought this before, that um, David Beckham didn't look so great. Oh no.
3: Do you I mean, know what, Frank? I'm prepared to join you on that. He looked a bit Dutch Royal Family or something, if yeah, they had the Yeah,
1: the beard's a mistake, mm. isn't it? It's Prince bit...
3: Michael of Kent.
1: Because the one... If you had to pick a flaw If you saw David Beckham naked, you'd, yeah. first of all, you'd be overawed <laughs> by his natural physical beauty. And uh-huh. then you'd think, though, he, I have to say, he has got a, a slightly collapsed mouth. <laughs> Right, (laughs) It's just gone down It's just one end (laughs) But you think, well he's so beautiful It doesn't matter But what he's done is he's built a sort of beard frame For the mouth to lay emphasis on it So all you really look at now is the collapsed mouth Mm. (laughs) And uh, it's terrible It's it's like, um, if you can imagine approaching a a forest With a broken down gate in the foreground
0: Mm. (sighs) Absolute, Absolute, absolute radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: Right, we've had a text in on 8 12 15.
0: Good. Uh,
3: this is from Amanda. She's one of your regulars, Amanda. actually.
1: Amanda. I wonder if she knows that song by Stuart Gillis. Oh,
3: okay. Um, she says, Congratulations on your new contract <laughs> with Absolute. <laughs> Thank you well, <thanks> very much. <laughs> is this yeah, it was touching
2: meant for just you (laughs) it's come through the switchboard
3: (laughs) yeah can you not use this for your personal correspondence (laughs) please (laughs) sorry about that um and so too with alan and emily and another bonus oh (laughs) no not an actual bonus sadly uh we get you all for an extra hour how good is that she says
1: well that's the big question that we don't (laughs) that is not um this week's texting by the way yeah. how good is that <laughs> not <laughs> very good at all <laughs> uh some might say well no, thank you very much for that amanda yes we are um in, in i think the first show in june we're becoming a three-hour spectacular instead of a two i know there's people groaning at home at that why are you anyway i'm very excited about it mm-hmm. because often when the show ends i think mm. oh no
2: mm. no well, usually when the show ends and we go for breakfast, we're really hysterical, aren't oh. we? That's the point that we reach our Nadia. I can uh, tell you.
1: It's my, uh, most of my best work he's <laughs> done off air. I've always thought that. <laughs> you people you got no idea how funny I am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but not that funny. Because it turns out we only won a bronze at the Sony's. Oh. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh well, that's fine. That's still a nice uh, thing to win. I found it makes a lovely uh, chunky coaster. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. You the, love uh, a coaster do yeah. yeah. It it'll take a it'll take a tankard if if you lay it flat <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the Sony. Yeah, we went to the Sony Awards on um Monday.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the reason we haven't brought it up immediately is because we didn't win. We lost to um, Beryl and Betty. The old, you the old ladies. Have, you may have heard about that. Well, one of them... Beryl is uh, <coughs> 85 and Betty is 90. Mm-hmm. She's 86, I think, actually. I don't want to do her down. She only looks 85. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, congratulations to them. It was a bit of a lovely moment. I must admit, when I saw the stage and there was no ramp, I thought we've cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they they made them
2: struggle up. I mean, it
1: they was did. yeah, oh, yeah.
2: quite big steps for old ladies. And on a night that had thirty-seven awards, that put another five minutes onto it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. quite big steps for old ladies. Is that what Neil Armstrong? <laughs> said, <you> know, <laughs> the did, original did, you know, quite, Yeah, exactly. They've they've polished it up a bit. I think that's what you he made said. a
2: mistake on that. Do you know that?
1: Who you did, do, Neil Armstrong?
3: Yeah, he yeah.
2: did, yeah. He, it's,
1: anyway,
3: just just um, say. <laughs> Chris Evans was on good form, though, he I meant thought.
1: meant to say, for a man. Oh, yeah. did he? Small step for a man,
3: but uh, a giant leap for mankind. Yeah, but he's an astronaut. That's not his job, to be erudite. Mm. Um, now, uh, Chris Evans was on good form, I thought.
1: So, yeah. anyway, Beryl and uh, <laughs> Beryl and Betty... Well, I don't know. No one does jokes at the. Uh, the I was surprised no. by that. And people go up, it. they get their award, and you think people usually have. Oh, I'll tell that story about. or I'll, I'll use that line. No, they go. Thank you very much. That um, was thanks, you. thanks to Dave Willis for having faith in us. <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then they go down.
3: No, but um, it's gotta make a bit of an effort. Andy Graham, Richard Keyes they thanked. All their team and the beautiful Catherine.
1: Well, that was a... I like that. that was a I thought moment. that was
3: I thought that was a lovely tribute to her professionalism.
1: Yeah, I thought. Oh no, it. well you know you got to forgive and forget. Really we all make
3: mistakes. No, I don't forgive and forget. <laughs> just FYI, um, <laughs> Frank. There was a lovely. I'm fully aware of that. There was a lovely moment, Frank. Though one of my favourite moments of the int- of um, the entire night was we had an incident a chance encounter with Ian Wright and Harry Redknapp on, and you outside and Harry Redknapp said "Blimey they're all here. I want to know who they are. Well, what me, Venn diagram are you in?"
1: Me and Ian Wright. Yeah. He, he meant all the showbiz football personalities.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're
1: thing. all here. He was, oh, it, was uh, it was very exciting talking to Harry Redknapp. Mm-hmm. He's, he was furious about Podsley.
3: How was it? He? Was he? he wasn't.
1: Oh, did you really talk to him about yeah. BGT? He sometimes- <laughs> Talented, he said. He hasn't even got his own bank account.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. In case you don't know, uh, Harry's dog had a bank account with HSBC. Mm. Was it HSBC? Yeah, you'd have <laughs> think it'd have gone for Barclays.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see Harry because that's well, like, and oh, right I mean, they're legends. legends. He, do You know,
3: he was so gentlemanly, he held the door open for me. Did he? Did he? Stood there for ages while I walked through. <laughs> <laughs> nice. you right. Mm. He stood there watching me walk through I thought that what was really nice Watching
1: you in a sort of a Why? <laughs> no, he's lovely actually I love him Because they're not always, you know, the football Right, I don't but, know But he, I I must really say, I'm not saying them. that because he works for this thing But mm. I've always found him to be a very lovely man yeah. And Daisy, our producer, said that he smelt lovely Which <laughs> I didn't notice
3: Well, she got up very close
1: She did What did he smell of? Righty? Cocoa butter okay. no, I'm just asking <laughs> We're all tense now. We're trying to work <laughs> out Why if is that's right. We're just going to work out if that's right. We'll be back
0: in a minute. Frank? Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
3: Frank, we were talking about the Sonys. And what about when I got blanked? That was awful, wasn't
1: it? I don't think I've ever seen you blank before. Well. I've seen you blank, but never blanked. <laughs> Um, this sounds like we're playing Blankety Blank. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like yeah. this whole conversation's become euphemism, but it hasn't, it does. has it?
3: Well, as it turned out, I hadn't been blanked, no. but I thought I well, had. Yeah.
1: You never know, that if you have. I know. Because often and when, when like... people blank you, if you pull them up on it, they say, oh, i never blanked you in a million years. Well,
3: this is what happened. So it was Ian, who's righty sidekick. It was yes. the battle of the sidekick, so I know of old. And um, he was talking to you, and as I came over, he said, Excuse me. And wandered off very hurriedly. So I uh, said to you, didn't I, I think he's blanked me. You said, I don't think he has. I said he has. He's, he's
2: a, I have to say, he's a very sweet
1: He's family. a
3: lovely guy, but I called him on it, didn't I, outside.
2: Well, I uh, I was talking to him at the bar and he said, oh, I, I can't believe that you work with Emily. I didn't know. her." And I said, yeah, yeah, she thinks you've blanked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I,
2: I told him that as well.
1: <laughs> I told him in front of Emily. I said oh. to Emily, so did he blank you then in front of him? <laughs> Because I think these things need to be out in the open. Otherwise, Emily could have been brewing about that to the point where she felt she had to bring it up on a radio show, what, some <laughs> five days later? I don't think so. She's we, not the type to... We discussed it, call. it's
3: all fine, and I love him now.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we didn't win, anyway. What about that for a statement?
3: Why? Well, I would have felt bad
1: beating the old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a euphemism? No. <laughs> I, wouldn't you have felt. It would have felt. I would have felt really sorry. They were right, sitting right at the front. So they, lovely speech they gave. They were sitting right at the front. They that was sweet, a big clue, wasn't but it? But I would have felt. I'd have felt like. Well, actually, like Podsy the dog. I'd have felt like Podsy the dog felt when he when he beat that lovely fat lad. Mm. I bet there was a bit of guilt. <laughs> lovely fat lad. Well, he was such a sweet guy, that, yeah, that yeah. singer guy, and, mm. and he didn't win. Mm. I hope he remembers that um, thingy. Um, what's his name didn't win? Susan Boyle. Mm. No, true. True H- that. Band, man. Yeah, yeah. I think if if we'd have won it, I'd have I'd have, um, I'd have given it up, given to it the, up to the, to old, the old ladies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well in many ways that dancing dog is going to give up its future musical career to the fat lad from BGT, isn't it? Like cuz is the, dan- da- the dancing dog's not going to get a record contract that Simon Cowell can offer. No, but it'll, it'll work forever. It will. <laughs> it will. <laughs> you mean there will be other dogs? I think ab- absolute goes. have already been in touch. Have they? Yeah. Half a million quid. Wow. But you could have. You could
1: say, um, "Oh, we got um, we got Podsy on the show this morning, and uh, come on, Podsy, do your do your little dance for us." <laughs> oh, he's brilliant. Look at him go.
0: <laughs>
1: oh wow. It's, it's, the, it's the backward walking bit, the backward. Here we come. <laughs> and uh, finally, we have the backflip.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, and people are take your word for it. That's, that is good. That's my experience. Dancing dog on
3: radio. It's sleazy unabsorbed. to talk him to that music. Never mind.
2: Um, we've had an email in uh, just titled Emily. Emily. Oh, Emily, oh hang on. Emily. Can
3: I just settle in my chair? Please yes.
2: Sit back and enjoy this. I think you'll like it. Emily, 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 lovely. <laughs> it's from Antipodean, we suspect. <laughs> okay. Emily, 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 loveliest Emily, I hear you every Saturday. Emily, will you marry me? Oh. <laughs> Oh, what? Whoa, f- whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, he's gone in second line with marriage proposal. Yeah. Ian uh, Stone is overreacting, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you didn't blank her. There's no need to go to this extreme. Well,
2: the next line reveals it's not Ian Stone. I'm a French teacher. I'm 31. Lovely. I speak French and Italian. I play the guitar. I could play for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like Marcel Proust. It is yeah. Proust, is it?
3: Oh, I like Marcel Proust. Not
2: Proust. I know I made a Descartes <laughs> mistake a few weeks ago. I like Marcel Proust and Italian films. Oh. At least, if not marriage, would you go out with me? You're so sexy. The
1: Bye. I think, that's the <laughs> I think chronologically, I always favour going out before yes, marriage. Exactly.
2: <laughs> i mean not in all cultures but no uh, there's some no exactly
3: that's that's very charming what it a is. lovely man
2: i like it all until the last two lines i don't, what, like, don't you like i don't like you're so sexy or by exclamation mark i always <laughs> like
3: it all until the last two lines you're <laughs> s- oh, you don't like you're so sexy
2: i just think uh
1: a
3: bit right said fred yeah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. i understand
1: it's one
3: of those french words. teacher that'd be quite mm,
1: french teacher 31 that'd be
3: quite yeah <laughs> 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 Do you remember?
2: We've gone again.
1: Remember Brian Glover, the actor? Yeah, he was a French teacher, and um, he. he oh, that's put me off. He used to wrestle. He started wrestling part time, and he said to this the, the the MC bloke, he said, "I'm I'm Brian Glover," and uh, the bloke said, yeah, "That's no good as a name. Need somewhat better than that." He said, uh, "What do you do for a living?" He said, "I'm a French teacher." He said, "Okay, that'll do." And he said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Leon Harris, the man from Paris." <laughs> And that's what it became.
0: Can you use that? Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
3: Frank, um, I've been lying this week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It happens. Don't look so alarmed.
2: You've been telling people that we won the gold.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Gold's rather vulgar, I find, (laughs) anyway. Um no i was actually i was with my niece mimi who's a bit of a friend of the show yes um and i was detangling her hair i had um a bit of an emergency session it was it was terrible i mean it was it was very stick of the dump you know what they get like she's 10 right currently yeah so um and she's not best friends with uh serums and air conditioners (laughs) really it's a little bit early um but and you know tangles are just a hazard. One of uh, one of these hazards when you're when you're a child. But I decided we I thought we'd, we'd start detangling. As I was doing it, I said, "Mimi, you've got to keep an eye on this." I said, "You look like Tim Minchin." She mm. said, "Did cool. she know that was?" Well, when I explained he wrote Matilda. Oh, of course. She said, got, he's got "Cool." The,
1: he's got the child. Uh, she said, "Cool." cool. I should have yeah. gone Spectre. Te- should have gone. Sp- should have gone Phil Spectre. No, then you, what, what about when you had to explain who that was? <laughs> you know <laughs> no, no, that murderer no, no, no. man, <laughs> that unstable murderer man. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they don't. <laughs> so do
3: anyway, what I decided to do, I said, "You've got to brush your hair so this doesn't happen again." And I thought I'll come up with a deterrent. She said, "Why?" I said, "Mimi, if you don't d- brush your hair Should regularly." You come up with a detergent. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "It will all fall out." And you she said, looked, "That her hair will fall out." Yes. She isn't, isn't that true though? If you don't no. brush your hair regularly, I said, "If you don't it. brush it every night, that's not true."
1: Okay. I right. What if she's listening to this
3: now? I hope she is. Um, she'll
1: know you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, she'll never believe anything you tell Lire, her again. liar pants on fire. Yeah. She.
3: Uh, so anyway, so I told her. I told her that lie, and she believed it. And now I feel slightly awful. I oh. mean, I, I do. It's I think
2: lying to children's all right, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's part of it. <laughs> I think it's part of being an adult in the company of children, especially as a parent. You have to pretend that you're together. Like when they ask you questions, you have to pretend that you are an authority figure on anything. You can't just go... I'm, up, I'm fine with that. You can't, you <laughs> can't just go, I don't know. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I didn't... I just stumbled and on... That's it.
1: never occurred to me before, of course. You have to You have to know everything. Yeah, It's yeah. a shame, isn't it? Stephen yeah. Fry's never had children.
3: For- <laughs> well, <so> you <laughs> say that, actually, everything. but to be honest... Well... Um, but, Frank... No, I find... But a- he
1: would know the answer mm. to everything. Hmm.
3: I think he's got some secret Google thing. I don't but that's another thing I don't believe. I don't believe he knows all those things.
1: No. Yeah. Those cards are a bit of a
3: giveaway
1: <laughs> that he uses a QI.
3: <laughs> well we
1: were I mean I was told that no end of lies.
3: What were you told?
1: I was told um, I mean yeah, the usual that if you swallow chewing gum it, it uh gunges your insides up and you oh. die. Oh yeah. You know that and I still to this day spit out chewing gum. Mm. I won't swallow it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um That if you eat the yellow bit from inside a pomegranate, you die. Really? They were mainly death threats.
3: (laughs) No, I'm just quite... I'm impressed that you were eating pomegranates. Oh, yeah. That was a sophisticated fruit. No, I... I,
1: I, As with most of the popular fruits nowadays, I remember them first arriving on these shores. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when breadfruit came back with the bounty. It was um, John Tradescent, I think, who brought the original breadfruit to england in the uh, 18th century oh. is this true or God, is it was this dancing He's in doing the Stephen
3: Fry. i used to frank i got i went through a phase of i used to ask my dad all the time uh, anyone on telly i'd say how much does he earn and does he like kids <laughs> i asked that I, I still ask that no but i used to ask my dad that about everyone right and, and i remember and, and i just did your dad think, answer it every yeah time. but then you started making it up cause of, course. of course he didn't know so i remember terry wogan i always remember it was a million pounds and no Those were the answers to that.
1: A million pounds and no. Yeah,
3: he said he earns a million pounds.
1: My dad told me that Muhammad Ali was Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) No, that can't be I mean, the name suggests otherwise, doesn't it? It sounds like your dad was uh,
2: pretty keen on the Catholic propaganda He liked liked to gather his Catholics, (laughs) my dad
1: You know the way way homosexuals will always say, of course he's gay They're always looking for extra recruits Well, that's what my dad (laughs) was My dad was always like, "Uh, Elvis, he's a good Catholic I don't think he is, Dad Oh, yes, he is (laughs) The other one we had was, if you eat the... uh, the mussel beard. <laughs> Your throat'll swell up and you'll uh, choke. Oh. You know mussels have got those little you know mussels yeah. the, the seafood. Yeah. Oh, They've yeah. got those little uh beards sometimes at, at mm-hmm. the base of the tongue.
3: Oh. And if oh. it's just
1: one of them, yeah, you are in uh... <laughs> I
3: don't know. I you
1: like just... have mussels, haven't you? Yes I have. Maybe you call them mool <laughs> <laughs> It's not even a quarter The mool people are it I'm cereal. talking about the barbe de <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Well, anyway, because mm. if, if there's anyone at home they eating mm. mussels, they're going to be in a bit of a state. <laughs> <At> this
3: time <laughs> of the day.
1: <laughs> Bear in mind, a lot of our listeners have only just got him.
3: Our, our Keith will be on the mussels. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he won't be back yet. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute
3: we're talking about lies on eight twelve fifteen. Mm. Or specifically lies that your parents told you.
1: Well, we talking about lies on eight twelve fifteen.
3: Yes. Oh. How
1: did we do that, seeing as that's our text number?
3: Oh, I hate it when you get like this.
2: Well, just stop being that. a pedant. Okay. Oh, you've been pedantic about all oh, right, yeah. Mm. We're talking about it on the wireless. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
1: On the, uh, on the no, meaning we're of.
3: encouraging people to talk to us about it on eight twelve fifteen. Yes,
1: we'd like to know what lies you were told as
2: children. My uncle told me that the um that the, you know, the bit on the outside of dry roasted peanuts, that yes. that was created by them allowing maggots to eat at the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why? What, where's the gain in that lie? Oh All you've done, I mean, I still like them, but it's a weird lie, isn't it? Mm. My auntie told me that she had a motorbike. And she didn't. No, well, she didn't. But... <laughs> But when you're a little boy... I mean, I don't even like motorbikes now, but when you're a little boy, a motorbike sounds cool. And for a woman to have a motorbike at the time was mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, that's why she told that lie. Exactly. And weirdly, I never realised, hang on, she's never got the motorbike (laughs) when she's with me. She's always got it at home or it's somewhere else. Can I
3: just say I love her? I love her for telling that lie. Well,
2: she's got a weird imagination. She also told me, you know this bit of your wrist, this sort of bone here? That that lumpy bit? Yeah. Mm. I don't think this bone here really works on the radio. (laughs) I was was looking at you two. She told me that Miss Piggy lived in there. (laughs) That's, a, that's she a okay, she's
3: actually a dangerous fantasist.
2: <coughs> How would you come up with that, though? I mean, I know professional
1: entertainers that haven't got imagination like that. It means that Miss Piggy would have suffocated <laughs> when your grandma she had a okay? motorbike gauntlet.
3: on <laughs> Is she, uh, is she okay? Aunt,
1: no, she is a oh, strange okay. woman. But okay. that's a,
2: that is a weird one.
1: Why did, what was the basis? Did, did she get you to speak to Miss Piggy or something? Just
2: uh, that That's where she was when she wasn't on the Muppets. <laughs> okay, it doesn't huh? make okay. sense now, but I was probably five or something.
3: <laughs> Frank, my parents told me that the tortoise was hibernating. And actually someone had hit it on the head with a croquet mallet. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Isn't that horrible?
1: That is. Uh, what It could have just been stunned.
3: No, because they said it's... I said, is it still hibernating? This was like three years later. And they said, yeah, they hibernate for a long time. Wow. I believed that. I swallowed it whole. It yeah. was the, the neighbour, yeah. You egg. swallowed it whole? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did it end up stuck in your neck like a cartoon? Akis, <laughs> my brother, told me that when he was a kid... Um, this country was occupied by the Nazis, <laughs> and he, he used to play—he uh, used to play regular pranks on them, on the on the battalion that were in uh, Oldbury <laughs> He told me a story about putting a frog in somebody's jack boot. I remember as a as a bit of a lark. I think oh, that was Keith. his. Uh, I think that was his modern art installation of the occupation of France. <laughs> Nobody, yeah, he completely convinced he? me. Yeah. And 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 he was, you know, I mean, one one imagines, of course, in occupied countries, people were terrified of the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Keith was, he was
2: running them <laughs> ragged. He was uh, <laughs> with his his tricks. No, not only not terrified, he was brave in
1: the he face. He was a sort of stomach of stomach George, I see him
3: as a George Hornby figure. <laughs> yes, but he
1: wasn't trying to stop them. He was happy for them to be uh, as because they were figures of, uh, of fun for him. Right. We had the usual soup. My dad told me that if you if you allowed two knives to lie crossed. The devil would come into the house.
3: Is that right? Yeah, right.
1: there was very little Scottish dancing in our house. <laughs> 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 Almost none.
3: Frank Hazel says, uh, "In my street, when the rag and bone man came round ringing his bell, me and my friend's parents warned us they stole kids and we must run and hide. My friend's dad took it too far and put her in the alley laundry basket and rolled it under the bed." and she wasn't able to crawl out because the top of the basket was squashed. Oh that's from God. Hazel. I love that's the Alibaba laundry basket. Yeah, I
1: remember those things. Not that we had one, but I I one. saw them from afar. Mm. You've still got
2: one? We've got one now, yeah.
3: Is you should
1: that,
2: check it. Is it like a wicker <laughs> basket? <that's laughs> Make sure a, Hazel's not in there. got the lid on it. Is yes, that what we're talking about? that's yeah. right. Oh, okay. oh, For a second, I thought it must be something else. There.
1: <coughs> it looks like it could house a, a cobra mm. in some sort of uh, exactly, yeah. street
2: act. Ours doesn't have it. Ours has just got Miss Piggy in it. Um, we've got a uh, uh, text in um, from Nugget I'll tell you that at the start um, but Or, it's about or as um, Emily's uh, new admirer. would call him Nougat <laughs> <laughs> Morning Mr Radio Congrats on the silver Sony Not uh, to be sniffed at Can I just say it was bronze it exactly, was fine. I don't, I, Plus we didn't make at. that Did we try and kid that we were second
1: Adam yeah. and Joe were second oh, We really? were way down the pecking order <laughs>
2: Anyway, wasn't it Sir Joseph Banks who was the first to bring the breadfruit to Britain on his return from his voyage with Captain James Cook around 1769? <coughs> who did you say it was? I thought
1: it was John Tradent. Oh no. right. Anyway, maybe he's... I've. I mean, I think you know. One, one can have so many disputes about um, the introducing of um, foodstuffs
2: into the country.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll give you that And then if that's um, mm. But
2: if the that's thing I like about it is, uh, he's put Sorry for being a pedant But I can't help myself Regards to all Stephen Fry He's uh, he's joined uh. in The
1: little joke there see John Trainson Definitely introduced The pineapple To this country Did he? Yeah oh. So I'll
2: I'll take all I'll take all commas On that <laughs> 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 On 8-12-15 If you want to be uh, Pedantic about Fruits introduced To the United Kingdom <laughs>
1: Funnily enough, um, uh, uh, across the road from me, um, Captain Bly is buried, you know, from the bounty. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, that was his undoing, of course. They had to wait for the breadfruit crop. So they had to stay out there a long time, so the crew got restless and uh, finally mutinous. Oh, really? Mm. And cast him uh, out at sea. Mm -hmm. I think we're moving towards the adverts. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Frank Skinner, Absolute
1: Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. It's Saturday the what is it, nineteenth? Nineteenth, love. Yeah, this is where it all see, falls down, you see. It started <laughs> off with great gusto. Like being a proper DJ. Yeah, and I thought I'll give, I give—I might have given the time, but...
3: Um... And then it went to, what's the date, love? Yeah, you
1: got yeah. the day of the week, right? That was easy. What yeah. You? <laughs> um, you can text us on 8-12-15.
3: Do you think Chris Evans does that on his show? What's the date? He might do. He
1: I bet he's right on it. So, right. y- you know, that's it, that's why... He's a winner. That's why he's got um, how many nine point two million uh, listeners. He's got according
3: has he? to has he? See, that's
1: something. You we know, was all about things we don't believe. Shame
3: you can't make that <laughs> up in hair follicles. <laughs> no, the, <laughs>
1: the, the Ray are things I don't believe. Don't you? And I'm, I'm not saying that in bitter because ours are quite the Ray jars, In case you don't know, are the sort of radio ratings that how many listeners you've got. Mm. Apparently, we've got like half a million.
2: I don't. How many do we hear from? What, seven? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've heard, and, and even then, three of them are probably petulant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <we laughs> the seven listeners we've got? Three of them are narky. <laughs> we've, uh, we've had an email in just titled Lies from uh, Jerry Robinson who says uh, Morning, Frank and team. Jeff Lloyd covered this subject on his show. Oh. And my favourite was someone. And, and just. Oh, I haven't even read the. Yet. Oh, yeah. Mm. My favourite was someone who admitted that for years. He'd had his mum believing that DVDs were surnamed so because they were invented by Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's brilliant, but my whole problem with this, see, is that he has reprimanded us for
1: covering mm. just a vague topic, and then and he's lie. done one of the specific gags yeah. from that
2: show. exactly. I didn't even read it to the end. I felt reprimanded. That was me reading it to the end for the first time there. I think it's because
1: you felt reprimanded, you <laughs> had to see it through. She thought he might. You might uh, Hoisted. And he might say yes. And, and may I say, Jeff Lloyd always reads out the text to the very end. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if we've duplicated the same uh, mm.
2: topic. Mm. But it is going to be hard if we have a three I hour show. I must say, somebody
1: did mention the Olympic flame on the news this yeah. morning <laughs> as well.
2: When the show goes to three hours, it's going to be
1: even Someone harder. Someone also said this is Absolute Radio. Original stuff. <laughs> I'd like to know how much material Jeff Lloyd does about the introduction of breadfruit into this country. <laughs> if we're going to talk about um, original topics. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that. Um, I, I don't mind the occasional stern reprimand.
3: Do you know what? And I don't mind the occasional crossover. Mm. I live for it. Uh, we've also had some emails in, Frank. Uh, Phil was talking about... Um, this is lie connected, actually. So many apologies, Jerry Robinson. Oh,
1: and I mean Jeff Lloyd is <laughs> soon going to be found in the patents office. <laughs> and what about um, KLF? Unbelievable! <laughs> hey, that's wrong.
3: Hmm. Uh, we were actually, talking. Actually, that was
1: before Jeff Lloyd. Lied. Jeff Lloyd's ripped them off.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Oh. Carry on.
3: Um, We were talking recently about being struck by lightning. I don't know if it was on a podcast or on the... Well, we
1: actually did a a thing about stuff we don't believe. That was it, yeah. Yeah. Which, again, was treading on Jeff's toes. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I'm going to go on. (laughs) Yes, things that everyone believes that that we don't believe. And one of the things people said, someone sent in, was... um, they didn't believe anyone was ever struck by lightning.
3: Because yeah.
2: they'd never met anyone,
3: had they? And Phil says, Are absolute listeners allowed to be struck by lightning twice given the no repeat guarantee?
1: I Very quite good. like that, that's Phil. That's absolutely I think good. That's quite fine. We, we also did. had a one. I, can I say, I was um,
3: struck by lightning.
1: I'm, liar. On the subject of lies, I'm going back to it lies told yeah. by children. This reminded me. Of, I used to eat. This seems incredible to me now, but this mm. is absolutely true. I used to eat raw sausages oh. when I was a kid.
3: Oh.
1: And um, someone at school told me that they'd got little worms in them and that they um, ate your insides away. So I stopped doing it.
2: Mm.
1: Now, I'm wondering now, I, I assumed I went through a period of believing it, then I went through a period of later in life thinking that was obviously a lie. And now, as I say, I'm thinking well, maybe there are there is some sort of you're not supposed to eat raw sausages.
3: Or tapeworm, maybe. Raw so- I mean, raw sausages
1: is not the norm, is it? No. As a, as
3: a <laughs> raw snack. sausages is no. not the norm. It's, it won't be the no. official <laughs>
1: snack food of, um, of the 2012 <laughs> Olympics, raw sausages. No,
2: no. And as someone about to voyage into parenthood, you should know now raw sausages is not a, an appropriate <laughs> snack.
1: And, and I tell you what, I used to do after I'd eaten like the top two thirds. I used to get my thumb and finger and squeeze the meat out oh, of like, its plastic sheath. Like the children do <laughs> now do with a yogurt I don't think tube. I've
3: ever felt so ill yeah. on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. Squeeze. Oh.
1: Yeah, I, I forgot that. I was a, a regular raw sausage eater. <laughs>
0: Frank Skinner
3: Absolute Radio uh, Frank, did you see uh, Did th- you see
1: with Ludovic Kennedy? <laughs> what a great show that was Ludo, his friends called him
3: Yes, w- including my parents um, yeah. Kirsten Stewart I never know whether it's Kristen or Kirsten Perhaps it's Kristen
1: The Twilight Girl Yes, the rather beautiful course. goth Kristen. girl
3: Beautiful
2: um, but
1: gawky
3: Oh
2: I think Gawky okay. with a W yeah <laughs> right. yeah, Just a bit angular, is that what you mean?
1: I mean, she's a little bit um, A bit gauche Oh, is she gauche? A bit, she's a bit awkward in her own skin In a lovely way I, I, That's what I love about Kirsten Yes, Dyer.
3: I like that in a human being in general
1: I think that um, Like a Ron Mueck sculpture
2: Have you seen them?
3: Yes, yeah, they're lovely. I
1: have, true. but I don't think of him as a tall gawky. OK. It's the worst possible example. <laughs> I thought it was a good one. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, no, she's one of those. She's a, she is a beautiful young woman, but um, she doesn't look at, at all at home in a in elaborate gown. You know when she's on the red carpet? Mm. Well, you s-
3: well, Frank.
1: She looks like... I, I don't know um, if I talked about this topic the other week. Do you know that Victorians used to take um, photographs of... Um, Yorkshire Terriers in ball gowns and three-piece suits. Oh you? yes, yeah. I
3: approved of that. Yeah, that's what
1: Kirsten Stewart looks a bit mm. like. She's not like someone's seized upon her and forced her into a posh frock. <laughs> in a booth. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, actually Frank, um, you're very on the money because she was photographed only this week in a very long posh ball gown, but then she was busted by the paparazzi because she was putting, she was doing the, what I call the swap. Ladies call the swap. She was a swapper she was taking her trainers off and putting her heels on because we do that all the time you're probably unaware of this well i
1: see sometimes you see people sort of walking home in london and mm. you see women walking in like in posh office suits and big white trains i they love that I, their heels just say, I love that you yeah. love that look it's very oh. sort of uh katie hill presenting blue
2: peter I just, I don't think of it as a look. I just love the functionality of it, of them going, I've finished work, now I'm going to put my Brooks running shoes on and jog to the train or whatever it is. Have
3: you just... ever witnessed an actual swap, though, either of you? I've never Because seen let it me happen. tell you, I have locations all over London I do this in. Do really? you? I, I came, Frank, with your sister-in-law, Rachel... We came to Absolute Radio and used it as a swapping location. Just to put your, trainers, yes. to put your heels Security on? Security guard looked at us with a certain amount of judgment. I didn't care. Yeah. Sometimes Piccadilly Circus, I do it there often. Where in Piccadilly Circus? It's I quite find new, where Piccadilly, there's Piccadilly some Circus shop. the
1: last place. It's like, <laughs> well, it's like Piccadilly Circus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, Frank. Just in the tube underneath where the men's sort of toilets are, it's near there. That sounds bad. Is yeah. <laughs>
2: there a little seat? Is there a bench or something? Is
1: that There's just a little
3: area. There's a little
1: seat in the men's toilet <laughs> the vestibule. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, have you ever considered just wearing comfortable shoes per se?
3: No, because I don't really uh-huh. like Sandy Toksvig chic, so <laughs> oh, no. That's... I know I love Sandy Toksvig, well, but uh, I'm yes. short, like her, and... I, I like to. I like height.
1: Is there no, no such thing as a comfortable heel, is that...?
3: A wedge is better. A wedge is better than a stiletto. If they're
2: wearing killer heels, then it's going to be uncomfortable, so they're going to have it's to awful. go there in their Nikes or Converse or whatever they've...
3: Yeah. You see, my,
2: my girlfriend's not
1: big on heels and she always says that since she's moved to London she doesn't like the idea of wearing shoes that you couldn't run off in. <laughs> <laughs> that gives a little hint as to how she sees this city, <laughs> this, this, this great city. <laughs> um, and that is a problem, I can yeah. imagine. Mm. Say if we'd left the, um, left the Sonys and uh, a, a runaway um, truck was coming down Park Lane, hurtling down Park Lane, heading towards Emily. She'd have to just taken it. Yeah, mm, you couldn't scamper in those heels. No,
3: God.
2: No, no. Whereas I'd have, been, I'd have been off like Usain Bolt in my uh, <laughs> black clerks. <laughs> <laughs> I would have.
3: And Frank in his trainers and cloak, you wouldn't have seen him for dust. <laughs> yeah. By the way,
2: I don't like trainers with a suit. I, I like it on ladies when they're Russian, but I don't like people who
3: when they're make they're Russian. The dis- no, you can't. I'd you like, like Russian ladies <laughs> in <with> trainers. <laughs> I've
2: often
1: thought I'd love to go for trainers and a suit, but no. Yeah. When they make the decision. Oh, I don't like that. If I was a of... That's a bit of...
3: absolute radio DJ.
1: If I was a member of Squeeze, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be all right. I'd wear a T-shirt, trainers and a suit. Because yeah. I've got lots of suits. But I'd love to be able to wear a T-shirt and that underneath. But um, you can't. You can't.
0: It's wrong. It's wrong. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
2: Um, it's a constant mystery to me on this show what <laughs> makes people uh, text in. And well, uh, and, and me. I usually, mean, if, every
1: time we set up a texting, it's a terrible failure.
2: You, usually, if we make a mistake.
1: Uh, well, it's only show, because
3: Jeff Lloyd steals all our ideas <laughs> first.
2: we steal his ideas. Uh, yeah. But today, uh, your description of how in your childhood you ate raw sausages has uh, has created a maelstrom. We've uh, mm. we've had many an many email maelstrom. Yeah, an emailstrom. Mm. Very good. Um... Some one one person just text, te- texted in saying um, tapeworm in uncooked pork because <laughs> you were asking about. Oh, so that a wasn't a lie. No, there are worms in pork. That's um that's a fact. I, I, I am mean, well, yeah,
1: not triangle. talking. I'm not talking about the occasional raw pork sausage. I'm talking about you know maybe six a week. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, Frank, you know, when when my mom bought sausages, I was. Oh, it's a Bit. oh
3: frank i also ate raw sausage this oh. is not emily speaking <laughs> <I>? <laughs> it's,
1: just, it's a bit of a dark confession for this early in the morning who's that from
3: um that's from john g i also ate raw sausage in the exact way that you mentioned thank god i thought i was the only one well i'd
1: completely forgotten about it until I, and when i remembered i thought i uh, have I misremembered that? Did I
3: actually
1: eat pork sausage But now anyway, it's making me feel—I mean, raw pork sausage. Mm. I mean,
2: lots of people are texting and saying.
1: Eight three
3: nine. Have you seen that, Al? I Sorry did... to burst your bubble, Frank, but I too used to eat raw sausages. I like the idea of that being your bubble <laughs> <laughs> when I was a young boy. And also raw bacon, then top it off with a couple of dessert spoons of black and golden treacle.
1: Did they not have gas? <laughs> <laughs> does sound. Like I've that. never had raw bacon. That I don't like the sound of that at all. Too fatty. Mm. But um, can can I say, if there's any uh, young people listening, please don't start eating raw sausage on the strength of this because apparently... There's tapeworms
2: in pork. Yeah. Frank, mm. pork chops have worms in them. It's true, it's true. Pork <laughs> chops. is one text that's come in. Like we could afford pork chops. <laughs> All right, but you managed <laughs> to we nag mentioned. through six raw sausages a week, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but they were, they were economy. <laughs> there probably wasn't that much pork in
1: them. Yeah, not perfect. a great deal yeah. of
3: meat in them. <laughs> the didn't the have
0: enough
2: of the worms in
1: lot <laughs> Oh,
0: a lot of ear, a lot of ear
2: lobe. <laughs> <laughs> People are having their breakfast. No, There's you're right. We texted in.
0: Absolute. Salute Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Um, on the subject of sausages, we actually had a, an email in during the week, even before this sausage mayhem uh, was being discussed. When but we didn't know how dangerous they were. We <laughs> didn't know how dangerous they were, but this person did. You remember last week you were talking about throwouts, things that are thrown into the audience for gifts? And, oh, yeah. yeah. And Has and, Frank
3: got a, but- a free book?
2: And we were inundated with people telling us about, you know, inflatable bananas that they'd received and whatnot. Anyway... Best Throw Out Ever is the title of this email. West Brom played Swansea at the Hawthorns in the early 1980s. Mm. The match was sponsored by a local butchers. At half-time, a lorry went round the touchline, and packs of sausages <laughs> were thrown to the crowd.
3: I love that lorry. I smedic, that. At the
2: Smedic <laughs> end, a few hundred Swansea supporters eagerly grabbed their free sausages and filled their pockets with food. Brackets. It was a grim time in the valleys. Close brackets. A full house of Albion fans also eagerly received their sausages. At the start of the second Half as the Swansea goalkeeper ran to take his place in goal in front of the massed ranks of Albion fans, the sky darkened as a barrage of thousands of sausages <laughs> rained down on the goal area.
0: I've Strings of, of sausages before,
2: dangled eh? from the netting, and the oh, penalty brilliant. area was a sea of meat. he's oh, got a turn my, of phrase, hasn't he? It's, it's making my mouth water.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you as a young lad? You would have filled your place. I'd boots. have
1: been plucking them out of the air. That's okay. <laughs>
2: he said absolutely wonderful the funniest thing i've seen at a football ground mike short well you need to come to huddersfield town and see the dizzy penalties at half time but mm. well
1: that's uh that's that is the best a, I, ever. I have to say <laughs> if anyone is uh, anyone who's listening to this in the third world probably doesn't think it's <laughs> <so> fun, <laughs> <laughs> and i apologize to them but um well, i've bit... never not only was i not I'm sure it would have stuck in my memory, but no one's ever mentioned no, it. No, Frank, to it was me.
3: the 80s. I'm, I'm just oh, worried about oh, that period of
1: time oh, in your no, life. <laughs> You're right, I forgot the 80s. I
3: know.
1: I'm actually now. Yes, I, we
3: know you forgot the 80s. I'm
1: one of the few people who's using the uh, absolute 80s as sort of revision. <laughs> 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 but no, who says that? Then. Who's
3: this Michael Jackson?
1: No, I am. I, I, I'm i'm it, i was drunk in the 80s and I, I remember very very
2: little about it wouldn't that be good if you did listen to absolute 80s and in between the songs they just told stories from your life that you couldn't remember <laughs> no, that would be very very handy i don't know
1: actually if that would be a good thing i tell you what i never did try do you remember someone sent in that said if you microwave uh, a pork pie it melts the jelly and oh, uh, you can oh. eat it with a spoon yeah, and it's like um, it's like the, the sort of savoury version of a Coke float. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: little ball
1: of pork is bobbing.
2: Yeah, I was tempted to try that and forgot as well. Oh, and yeah. we should let's we'll do, do it we? now. We've got some homework
1: before. Yeah, let's get on to that. Well, I wonder how many uh, killer worms there is dwelling in that <laughs> little. Frank
3: uh, 352, my brother and I used to eat raw bacon and sausage straight out of the butcher's van. Wow. He used to threaten to cleave my dog. Ate raw bacon yesterday.
1: Tree Ooh. Tree He used to threaten to cleave his dog <laughs>
3: Yes
0: With a cleaver, presumably Yeah, yeah. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner On Absolute Radio
2: um, I'm going to make an attempt to change the subject from raw sausages Because I've realised some people are having their breakfast this yeah, morning Yeah, that's and it's, not, it's not right Um I saw a thing in the uh, in the Sun newspaper mm. um, about uh, a man called Chris, Spa- Chris Smart, car enthusiast who couldn't afford a fifteen million pound Ferrari that he'd always wanted, and so he painted it on his garage oh, I thought that
3: door was just the
2: story. instead. He couldn't afford the Ferrari. <laughs> That's the end. That's <laughs> you, you turned over, going, "Oh, I'm not interested." <laughs> uh, I saw this. So he, he painted. He painted the Ferrari on his garage door, and mm. there's a picture of it, and he's. He's painted like the the garage door at the top and everything, all the mm. in, inside contents of the garage. It's, it's absolutely excellent. brilliant. There's a dartboard it's, on the back wall. It's really good. It's uh, hats off to him. Um, turns out he's an ex art student. You know I can't but... wear hats with my enormous head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if, if you had got one on, then hats off to him. Yeah. Um, Hesse and Sacks, off to him. It really That's impressed me. And Joseph me. Merrick. No, it did. It looked great. <laughs> and I live in a terrace, and it made me think why. Why? I wonder if I knew him, this Chris Smart fella. I wonder if I could convince the rest of the neighbours to go with him painting a fake tunnel right through all of our living rooms. You wouldn't that see, mean um, a lot of
1: cars that. driving into your
2: house? <laughs> 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 no, not. I mean, maybe more like a pedestrian tunnel. <laughs> okay, I liked it that, that so the,
3: when the son talked about this, they referred to him as. Married Chris, comma a former art student, as if to sort of just illustrate that. Don't worry, he's not a complete weirdo. Oh, really? Married Chris, they <laughs> called him.
2: Validated Chris.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I am. Um, I think it's an opportunity missed. You see, I mean, like the, 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 the tunnel. Wouldn't it be more fun painting a parking space on a skip? <laughs> <laughs> then you could have. You could just sit back and enjoy.
2: I do think in a week there'll be another of those you know, those stupid thieves stories that they always put in. Like oh, you yeah. know, the thieves that took pictures of themselves with their spoils and put it on Facebook. Yeah. There's gonna be a story that some thieves have tried to steal his garage door. Oh yeah, that would be I very good. I like a Trump lawyer though.
3: You see, that's Trump lawyer. It's called. What's that mean? It means trick of the eye in French. That's what that's called. Oh, okay. And a Trump lawyer effect. I could have on my front door, Frank. I could have a Trump lawyer, Vince Cable, letting himself in, <laughs> looking a bit guilty behind his shoulder,
1: or, or leaving. Yes.
2: <laughs> 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 Your use of Trump law makes me think you're very compatible with a French teacher, age mm. thirty-one, comma
3: thirty-one. <laughs> I'd, I'd like
2: to sneak round that guy's
1: house and paint <laughs> paint bird droppings on the bonnet <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a parking ticket you could uh, paint on. Oh,
2: he could put that in his windscreen, couldn't he?
1: Mm. Well, we could do
2: it like as a prankster. <laughs> oh, he might not be pleased with that though if he spent two weeks painting it. Well, he needs to. He don't want to encourage to his neighbours to graffiti as could
1: well. he, as he's got a car mm. on his garage door, could uh-huh. he legitimately have a sticker on that car that says "my other my other car's a porch"? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just a, just a thought. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: I feel like uh, there's uh, a moment for some resolution. Uh, You know, we were talking about the Olympic flame and the torch. We've had an email in. The flame is held in a Davy safety lamp as used to this day down mines. This makes it safe to travel by air. If, for instance, a protester puts the flame out, the real flame is in a Davy lamp in the background. I make the glass for the lamps and have done for many years. The glass has a small hole in the side with a plug so that you can light it. You can take a light from the lamp. Basically, the real flame is held in the lamps, and what you see is taken from the lamp. Princess Anne was carrying a Davy lamp. (laughs) Okay.
3: Princess Anne was carrying a Davy lamp. I mean,
2: it could all be summed up in Princess Anne was carrying a Davy lamp, couldn't it? As um, invented by Sir
1: Humphrey Davy, of course, for the use of minors. Is that correct? Mm.
3: I didn't know I'd been booked to be on QI, but thank (laughs) you very much to my agent.
1: Yeah, you wish.
3: (laughs) Actually, I don't wish.
1: Oh, no, no. Actually, you probably don't. So anyway, um, <laughs> if you want to listen to download the, uh, if you want to listen to download the Not the Weekend podcast, well, there's no such thing. If you want to download Not the Weekend, oh, see the uh, producer come over then and pointed with a finger at the letters to help me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Not the Weekend podcast you can download on Wednesday. That's us talking some more. There'll um, Be no sausages on there in case you're worried. Um, and, uh, Mark Crossley is next. And, well, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again uh, this time next week. Thank you so much for listening. And um, goodbye.
0: Frank? Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.